Through the work week already. Look at us on a Wednesday morning. School's out this week. Weather's great. Only going to get warmer. It'll be melting by the end of the week here. Uh, I expect huge puddles. Water running off the eaves by Friday if we hit that plus four, as uh, indicated in the forecast here. And we are still a, a month to go from spring, but... Look at over in Alberta, dry weather, they're already causing them to declare their wildfire season already underway. Here in our province, last I checked, a couple active wildfires burning too already. It's February. Seems crazy, I know, but uh, that's, that's the kind of winter it's been. Extremely mild compared to previous winters, for sure. Uh, the teacher's province... Not budging yet, although the provincial government, a teacher's union, jabbing back and forth on social media. The education minister, Jeremy Cockrell, posting a photo of an empty conference room yesterday. Saying that his team is ready to bargain, but the teacher's union won't come to the table. Of course, the Teachers Federation chirping back, pointing out that uh, we did that same post last week. Hers had an honest but transparent message, said Samantha Beacott. Back and forth. I don't know how much uh, the the teachers can afford to go on strike, how uh, stocked up they are in cash to do it, but something tells me just an extended long strike is the only way they're going to push this. But uh, it's it's out of my pay grade. I just wait like you and any other parent wondering what's going to happen when we get back to school next week. I uh, watched a little curling again yesterday after uh, winning their first three games at the Scotties in Calgary. Team Saskatchewan has now lost three in a row. They fell 11-6 to Team Canada last night. Now 3-3. Three and three. Saskatchewan is going to wrap up uh, the pool play against Newfoundland this morning and uh, BC tonight. If you're going to be watching, it's on at 7.30. And in a little more than a week from now, March 1st, the Montana's Briar. Coming to the Brand Center. I hate that it's called Montana's Briar. Don't get me wrong. I love the ribs of Montana's restaurant. And I know they probably paid big money to be sponsored. But it just seems weird saying Montana's Briar. And not the Montana Briar. But I guess we'd be spotlighting the state of Montana more than the restaurant. So I'll just continue to say Montana's Briar. And wonder if and when I get to the Briar... Are there going to be ribs everywhere? (laughs) Every concession selling Montana's ribs wafting through the air. I expect to smell nothing but ribs. They should be on sale there at the Briar. If it's going to be the Montana's Briar, give me ribs. In fact, when they broadcast the Briar, you should be able to tune in and see everyone in the stands with their faces smeared with rib sauce. Their fingers dirty, napkins all rib saucy. If that's not what I see when I tune into the Briar when it's here, well, then something's wrong. Incidentally, if you haven't already, you can still get tickets to the Briar, Montana's Briar. And remember, it kicks off with that free concert uh, featuring the Reclaws in uh, the Briar Patch as well.
Remember yesterday I was warning you that you'd want to look up way up because this European satellite would be falling to Earth? Well, today's the day. It's about 5,000 pounds. Uh, Let's hope it doesn't hit uh, in these parts. They really don't know where it's going to land. But uh, the odds of being hit by it are uh, under one in a billion. Pretty good odds. I was watching Netflix over uh, the weekend, and I uh, caught that documentary about the making of We Are the World after the Grammy so long ago, all those stars gathering. Stevie Wonder was one, and when you watch that doc, you realize how funny Stevie Wonder is. And watching him try to get Bob Dylan to sing (laughs) the words that Bob didn't seem comfortable singing, it's it's, it's pretty funny, but I highly recommend that documentary on Netflix about the making of uh, the We Are the World song, written by Lionel Richie and Michael Jackson. And Lionel, if you watch that show, he does a really good impression of Michael, too. I'm um, very curious to see where are we right now. Oh, wow, well over $22,000. This is cool. The uh, You know, I, I, man, how do you pick up the pieces after what happened in Davidson the other day on Sunday there, that deadly house fire? Uh, the whole town is grieving still, but uh, they're pitching in to help. This morning, I'm just looking at this GoFundMe page. This campaign has raised more than $22,000 for funeral costs for the family. And uh, it's an online fundraiser. It identifies the dead as three boys, Andrew, William, and George. Just a beautiful picture of the kids there. And also, of course, uh, remembering the grandparents, Pauline and Michael Woodcock. And uh, apparently outside the home, too, where the fire happened, there are now flowers and teddy bears being left in a memorial behind uh, from locals there, too. But uh, still no cause to the fire yet known. But RCMP did mention yesterday that it was not suspicious. But uh, nice to see that GoFundMe page. It says here a goal of 50000 well over 22000 so far. I guess there was a winning ticket to the Lottomax jackpot. There's $70 million going to someone, of course, you guessed it, in Ontario. But uh, someone who bought a ticket at Saskatchewan did one of one of the prizes for a million dollars in last night's draw. And heads up for tonight, the gold ball jackpot for Lotto 649 is up to 50 million already. Man, that's a large one there too. But a million dollars, someone in the province from Lotto Max, check your tickets out there. Uh, yesterday, we told you about some good news when it comes to inflation. It fell to 2.9% last month nationally. And next next month, the Bank of Canada, about March 6th, 7th, I think it is, will uh, take into consideration whether or not, uh, based on those numbers, they'll bump up the interest rate again. A lot of analysts say probably pause again. It was interesting to note the Manitoba Premier Wab Canoe took advantage of the numbers and shared on social media how... They lowered inflation in Manitoba, apparently, just because they cut the provincial gas tax. According to Statistics Canada, because of that move that we made on your behalf to help your family, inflation in our province is now below 1%. Now, here's the thing. I recognize that this work is not done. 
you're still feeling the impact of interest rates, grocery prices. So definitely we're going to have to take more steps. But I just wanted to provide this update because you know what? Our cut to the provincial fuel tax actually helped to reduce inflation across Canada. So look at little Manitoba doing big things, but of course, more work to do. Manitoba Premier uh, Wabkanoo. Meanwhile, here in our province, the NDP, they've been saying, come on to our Premier, Scott Bowe. Not a bad idea to consider what Manitoba and uh, the Premier's got uh, the opposition fired up even more. He's leaving, uh, perhaps I actually think he's left on that trade mission to India, promising to promote resources and ag products. I think the NDP thinks that uh, this, yeah, this is the third trip to India since becoming Premier. And Mo says it's his job to maintain and expand those markets. The opposition kind of feels the taxpayers. Shouldn't have to be shouldering such a burden here. They figured out $232,000 on India trips so far. The last trip, I know, cost 56000 but we haven't heard, heard how much this one is going to cost. But, uh, you know, you look at it. Last year, the province of Saskatchewan made up to $1.3 billion in exports to India. And uh, far be it for me to get uh, political on this one. The one thing I will say is I respect uh, Rolko's business analyst, Paul Martin, and I've heard him uh, suggest that, you know what, these markets aren't coming to us. These kind of trips are necessary in Paul's mind. Perhaps there's something to that. And I guess when you look at the numbers, $1.3 billion in exports to India, perhaps Mr. Martin knows what he's talking about too, but. Sunday night on the People's Choice Awards, Lenny Kravitz, there he is, right there, was awarded the Music Icon Award, and I thought it was kind of cool in his acceptance speech. He reflected not only, of course, on his 35 years as a recording artist, uh, but the way he thanked his parents was unique. I want to thank just a few of the countless people that have been with me on this incredible journey, my mother and my father for taking me to all those amazing concerts when I was a kid instead of leaving me home with the babysitter. That got me thinking, what's the last concert your parents took you along to see? And mine came uh, right away. As soon as I heard him say that, I thought, oh, I remember my mom taking me to Tom Jones because dad wouldn't go. The two of them had a big fight before the concert that night. Dad came home late from work. He was tired. Mom was mad at him because he was late. Thought he'd purposely got home late because he really didn't want to go to the concert. He didn't like Tom Jones like my mom did. I remember how they nattered at one another. And the next thing I know, I'm being dragged out the door by mom to go see Tom Jones. I'm like, what about Mark, my older brother? How do you get out of this? But no, I'm in the car off to uh, the center of the arts, now the Connexus, to see Tom Jones with my mom, little Greggy Morgan, maybe nine years old sitting four rows from the front of a Tom Jones concert with his mom while she fires a set of underwear from her purse at him. It it scarred me for life. That's what you did in those days. Tom Jones relentlessly had underwear thrown (laughs) on stage. Oh, man. Scarred me for years. 
My kid, I bet you if you asked her, my older now, Allison, what concert do you remember your parents taking you to? Well, there was two. I remember Brooklyn, uh, a part of me, Allison, wanting to go to uh, see um, Britney Spears when she was in Saskatoon. And that was just a scream fest. And then I took her to Hillary Duff, too. And the, the thing I remember as a dad taking your daughter to concerts like that is that there was never a lineup for the men's washroom. I might have been one of a handful of dads at those concerts, it felt like. Although, I'm sure you've had to uh, do something similar. But what about your parents? Did they ever take you to a concert that you recall? What was it? I'd love to know what your experience was like. one 877 The concert your parents took you to. Who was it? What was it like? Happy hump day, by the way. Here we are Wednesday, short work week for many, and uh, we're across the winter finish line here. Spring arrives in less than a month. March 19th. It's February break right now. Uh, You may or may not be off on a hot vacation listening on our CJME app. I don't know if you are. Congratulations. I know Sarah Mills, our news director, is off in Mexico with her family. I hope having a wonderful time. I don't know as many people that are away this week as there are those who are just staying close to home. Uh, I know a few parents who are working from home because their kids are off school this week. And with the February break, the Saskatchewan Teachers Federation wanted to hammer home their reason for bargaining over classroom complexity and class size. And yesterday, the teachers were sharing how other provinces like B.C., Ontario, and New Brunswick have worked class complexity into their deals. Our teachers want the money within the contract so that that money can't be uh, lifted later. Taken back down the road, right? Commit to it. So the teachers in B.C., they won a landmark case back in 2016 when the Supreme Court sided with how they did it. Ontario teachers took months to get there last December. They got it worked into the system, though. And the province said they invited the teachers to the table again yesterday, but the offer was denied. Of course, Education Minister sharing a photo of an empty boardroom. They were chirping back and forth over one another. But really, there are no talks scheduled today either. Coming up a little later on here, in fact, in just a few moments, our very own uh, senior reporter, Lisa Schick, is going to join me. uh, Because apparently another step has been uh, taken now to not pay the carbon tax here. Reuters reporting that the Saskatchewan government's application has been approved to register as the official natural gas distributor in the province. What the heck does that mean in layman's terms? And how will it affect you and I? We'll find out from Lisa here in just a sec. I'm Greg Morgan. A few moments ago, we were talking about Lenny Kravitz at the People's Choice Awards, uh, crediting his parents instead of taking him to a babysitter or all the concerts he saw as a kid really inspired him. And I was thinking to myself, my parents, did they take me to concerts? I remember my mom taking me to Tom Jones because my dad wouldn't go. I was nine years old. I had no idea really who Tom Jones was. I actually became a fan of Tom's later in life, respected his... uh, 
his performance a few times. And joining me now is Lisa Schick, our senior reporter, who is here to talk about carbon tax. I'll get to that in a moment. Lisa, I got lots to cover with you. How about you? Do you remember your parents ever taking you to a concert? I didn't ever actually go to a concert with my parents, but I I do remember one situation when the Rolling Stones were here, and I think it was 2008. I was offered tickets. They said, you know what? We'll get you and your brother tickets if you guys want to go. And my stupid 17-year-old brain was like, meh. Didn't want to go. No, no, I said no. I I declined tickets to the Rolling Stones for some reason. And now you regret that, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, My parents were both very big into music. Music was always on in my household. My my mom was Tom Jones, Johnny Cash. My dad was more of a country guy, too, with Johnny Cash, Buck Owens and all that. Were your parents, were they big into music then? Oh, yeah. Music always on. But it, it was always people who weren't touring or didn't ever come yeah. here like elvis was always on not <laughs> not touring in the 90s no okay your dad's a big elvis fan is oh, he oh yeah 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 oh well, well al is is can he sing yes oh okay i mean he does a very good elvis impression but i always say it's it's easy to do an elvis impression because it's so distinct <laughs> give him a little more credit <laughs> Mr. Schick gets a little more credit than that. Hey, we might as well talk a little curling here, too. Speaking of Schick, uh, at the Scotties, uh, Team Saskatchewan, they won their uh, first three in a row and then again trouble last night with uh, Kerry Anderson from Team Canada. But uh, I, I'm not surprised that uh, she lost yesterday. Um, 2 nothing lead in the first end, but uh, gave up three in the second. And by the sixth, it was pretty much over. Uh, what are your thoughts on Team Saskatchewan? Young, 22. It's pretty impressive, Skylar yeah. Ackerman. You know, I at this point, honestly, I think it's gravy for the rest of this thing. They came, they won games. Not only did they, at such a young age, make it to the Scotties, make it out of Saskatchewan, they actually won some games. I think if it were me, I would be worried that you're going to get there and you're you're just going to kind of fall over and not be able to make any shots. But they're making shots. They're getting points. They are... Having a good showing at the Scotties, which is fantastic. Oh, hey, look, they got two more today. This morning against uh, Newfoundland, they're one and four, and later tonight against BC, who was two and three. So you know, there's they're not out of it yet, are they? No, I I don't think it's over for no. them. But I mean, like I said, everything after this is perfect. Okay, the reason I really wanted you here is because <laughs> I don't really quite understand it. That's why I I bring you onto the show here. Uh, Reuters reporting that the Saskatchewan government's application has been approved to register as the official natural gas distributor in our province. So what does that actually mean? Okay, so this is all stemming from uh, last year. Federal government said we are going to take the carbon tax off home heating. Um, Saskatchewan's premier kind of got his back up and said, well, what about all the other home heating? Um, Sorry, pardon me, home heating oil. Um, Scott Moe said, what about all the other home heating? We want to be treated fairly. So we are going to make the decision, as in Saskatchewan government, to take the carbon tax off of home heating. Now, that wasn't technically the part that was would be illegal, right? The They can do that. That's fine. Uh, Sask Energy customers, some Sask Power customers, no longer paying carbon tax now on home heating. What they had to figure out how to do was if the government itself, Sask Energy, could stop paying the carbon tax to the federal government. That's the part that they're kind of legislated to have to do. So this removes Sask Energy as the official natural gas distributor in Saskatchewan, which makes them responsible for that carbon tax and moves it to the provincial government to be responsible for that carbon tax. And they wanted to do this because if they go ahead with this, 
that could bring some kind of legal ramifications. There was talk about charges being laid, you know, carbon jail. Yeah. That moves that to the minister responsible for the crowns. They said they wanted to do that because this is a government decision that they're making. They didn't want anybody at Sask Energy to be on the hook for this, possibly facing any charges if there are charges laid. All right, Lisa. Thank you very much for uh, putting it out there for us. So better understanding of it now. Uh, more coming up here, of course, with Kevin Martell at 627.